Hi, this is uh, Pete Heinegger from Stages, and um, I am in part four of my journey through radiation. And I think in keeping with uh, the kind of the tone that I've I've set the entire time um, that I've been talking on behalf of Stages, I think, you know, this episode, this part um, of my journey, I want to be very honest uh, with and raw and... Um, I just think, I think, you know, to try to put a, a super big positive spin on, on something just doesn't suit, um, it's not, it's not who I want to be, um, as a leader for stages and it's not, you know, what I think is beneficial for you, um, the listener. Um, so I'm going to be very open. Um, I recently watched a, um, interview that happened between Kate Bowler and, um, a couple hosts for, I think, ABC or something like that, or CBS. And uh, we've mentioned Kate before. We're doing a series in our podcast. Sharon and I are doing a series on, on Kate. But I think one of the things that she did when she kind of closed out that interview is she gave this illustration. I really liked it. I don't know how many of you are familiar with um, the uh, Appalachian Trail, right? But it's this huge, long trail, right? And people can spend almost an entire year or more trying to hike the entire thing. And um, as people start to go those long distances and they're starting out, they've never done it before, they've read on, on it, maybe they talked to a friend or, or someone or an acquaintance that has done it before and so they've gotten some information, they've watched some YouTube videos, they've read as much as they could on it, but ultimately you're kind of intimidated, right? Because you're you're setting out on this super long journey that you know nothing about and you know that you're there's nothing that you can do to affect what's going to happen right there's going to be weather um, there's going to be navigation through the trail and different things like that but there are these individuals on the Appalachian Trail who serve as volunteers and they're there to kind of help you so a lot of times when we face a long journey we when we face a very very long arduous um, journey that doesn't have any details or we just don't know what it's going to hold. We, it's, it's, it's very, um, well, it's the unknown, right? We're going into the unknown that we sometimes over-prepare. And that's true of people who start, you know, their first time going to hike the entire Appalachian Trail is that they kind of overpack. So at one of those first checkpoints, the volunteers, one of the first things that those those people say, and I think Kate did a good job of illustrating this and, and bringing this to the point, which is you're asked just what of your burden, what of that you've been carrying do you think you could put down? What do you think you could let go of? And so I kind of wanted to use that as the running illustration um, when I talk about radiation and the side effects, because I went into radiation, as you saw in part one, um, without any um, knowledge of what it's like. I had a bunch of preconceived ideas. I had, I'd seen people go through it years and years ago. I'd heard stuff, you know, you kind of conjure up images of what it's what it's going to be like. And then, you know, as you kind of learned in, in, in part two, you kind of consult with uh, your cancer team, your oncology team, and 
you know, there's some risks when you stop chemotherapy and you decide that you're going to do radiation, which means time off from chemotherapy, which means time off for recovery. And so, again, it's kind of like that Appalachian Trail. There's all of this unknown and you're making the call. And, you know, it's not a small thing on the line. It's it's your life, right? And so um, I don't want to candy coat uh, radiation um, from that standpoint. So there, there definitely is a lot of fear going into it. And so then you, you, you sort of start to pick up and carry things. And uh, I think what I had to learn is what could I put down um, of those things? What could I hand off? What could I just put aside? What could I give to God? What could I share with a friend um, so that I could um, handle what we're going to talk about today, which is the actual side effects. So um, when you go into treatment, as we've talked about before, there's really no pain associated with treatment. And really, once you get through kind of the run through and everything like that, it's really five, seven, ten minutes of your of your time. You're kind of in and out, um, at least, you know, for what treatment I had, you know, every cancer is different. Every person's radiation treatment is going to be different to a certain extent. But for me, it was really quick. It was in and out. And I was out. So there's no pain during that session. The pain started to come probably about four, four and a half hours after my first treatment. And I would, I would liken the pain to, um, like sunburn on the inside <laughs> of, of your, of your colon for me, from uh, my colon and, um, pretty severe sunburn. And, what was associated with it is, of course, like because you use your colon every day and you're, 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 eat, you're trying to eat food, you're trying to stay, you know, sustained, so to speak, you know, but it's very painful to eat food and then pass it through that, that painful area. So with, with kind of sparing you any like nasty details, I just want to say that it was just excruciatingly painful. If I can, if I can say that it's just, and each day it progressively got a little bit more painful and, and you just, you felt doubled over. You were tempted to try to avoid going to the restroom, which can, I'll tell you, don't do that. Um, I did that. And then it just leads to like a, a constipation or, or something. And you just get through, you end up having to endure, um, even more pain. And so that's, you know, that's not anything that you want to go through. So just try to um, be as frequent as, as possible, even though it's painful. It's better to to do that than to go through more pain um, on the other side because of something like constipation or your system getting all locked up. The, the other thing that um, I felt was an extreme um, set of fatigue, like unlike before that I'd ever had, um, it, it just, I kind of had a approach each day in, I kind of learned to approach it in sprints, if that makes sense. So I could get up in the morning and my morning I was, you know, I was energetic. I was, I had a lot of energy and then I could hit kind of, you know, mid morning, kind of that 10 30, 11 o'clock in the morning. And I just started to, I could start to feel the fatigue set in. So somewhere between, 11 and noon, um, I would let go to lay down. And, um, I have to be honest with you in the first opening days of that, I laid down with just like, Hey, I'm just going to lay down for an hour. I'm sure I'll just wake up. 
Um, and the first day I think I lay down and I was down for like five hours. Um, and so, um, I guess I needed that. And so that I'm glad that I had that ability to, to do that, but it was, um, it was also surprising, but not in a good, a good way. Right. I'm not a guy that likes to sit around. I like to get stuff accomplished. I like to do things and move things forward. And so if that's you, I just want to tell you, like, just prepare in your mind ahead of time that you're going to kind of go through radiation and then you're going to have a few weeks of recovery and, and fatigue is going to be part of that. And if you don't watch it, you're going to feel you're going to, if you don't rest the first few days, then it's going to just pile up on you. And eventually you're going to be kind of out, you know, for an entire day because you're just not going to have any strength. So what I had to learn is just trying to figure out like how to, um, you know, work in just enough of food um, to sustain me and then kind of create a rhythm, right? Where I could get some work done and sprint and then stop and then come back um, to, to doing some stuff. So it's, it's a different way. So if you've got a heavy routine, um, just expect radiation to disrupt that routine. And during this entire time, when you're kind of oh, awake, you're going to find that the more that you sit, I mean, at least with colon cancer like that I have, where the radiation was there, the more that I sit and try to get work done, that also increases the amount of pain that I'm in. The more that I could maybe walk around, the more that I could maybe lay down or kind of recline, but take the pressure off of that area of my body, um, then it was um, a lot better off for me. But, but that's another factor that I want to tell you about because the more I'd sit in a chair and try to, you know, um, edit video and do some things for stages and reach out, um, in communication to people and, and whatnot is that the more that I did that, um, the more pain I was really kind of putting myself, um, through. So that was another thing that kind of pain increased. Um, if I just sat, you know, even if I was in a really comfy thing, even if I had like a cushiony pad, it, it really didn't matter. It was just that sitting in that form. So the more I could get up and walk around or the more that I could lay down and come through the pressure, that actually worked very well. Um, I think with the pain, I would say by the second, the second week or so I had the week of treatment. Then I walked into that second week where it's just your kind of first week of recovery. I would say that the pain continued to um, increase in nature. Um, it felt r really raw and, 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 and very painful. Um, just basically if you did anything, if you drank a cup of coffee, if you, um, drank a glass of water, if you ate just a little bit, you could expect that within, I don't know, maybe five, 10 minutes, you would start to feel pain associated, uh, with that de decision. And so, you know, you can develop a level of just wanting to avoid food altogether. Um, the week of recovery, the first week of recovery, I also went through um, a bit of nausea. So that didn't help because I, I felt like, um, like I didn't want to eat. I wanted to avoid eating. But then when I avoided eating or ate too little, then you start to feel like you're sick and you're going to throw up. And so you just have to balance all that. And, um, 
I'm, this is just me. This is how I try to live my life. And I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. I'm not, I'm not really, um, gonna, you know, I think it's really up to each individual on how they approach this. But, um, for me, I don't like to kind of pass on how I'm feeling, um, to others that may have to, it makes their day harder, if that makes any sense. And so I think one of the things that was also a side effect of all of this is just trying to put a game face on and being happy for those people around you. And of course, you're, you're always going to feel the questions like, how are you feeling? How are you doing? That's just kind of part of the game uh, when you're um, you know, facing cancer and you go through treatments like radiation. The first thing somebody's going to ask you when they know you've got the radiation is how are you feeling? How are you holding up? And you're going to have to answer that. But I, I chose to game face that um, a lot. Um, because I didn't see any, any value in it. If, you know, if there was, it was mental anguish or spiritual anguish or something, I feel like you, maybe you should open up and share and let somebody carry that burden with you. But there's really literally nothing that anyone around you can do to stop the physical pain that you're in. So, you know, the more that you can kind of just, you know, I don't want you to feel like you have to do that. That's just something I chose not to be always wincing and, and, <laughs> and in that, I did that when everybody left, like when I was by myself, right? So it wasn't that I wasn't doing it. And you got to feel okay with that. And and if, you know, if you can't mask it or you can't hold, that's, I mean, don't put that pressure on you. I think that's one of Kate Bowler's um, biggest encouragements that I think is, is true, is that you've got to feel okay and release yourself. One of the things that you can put down on the journey through radiation and through cancer treatment is it's okay to feel like crap. It's okay to have tears in your eyes. It's okay to do that. So I'm certainly not saying, you know, hide it and gut it out and try to fake it and make, make sure everybody thinks it's everything's okay. I am just saying that sometimes, um, less is more when you answer somebody. So I try to be as honest as possible. You know, it's rough. It's tough, right? Somebody asked me how I'm doing. It's, it's not a picnic. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. Like this isn't, um, something that you, want to do, um, for spa treatment, uh, don't, don't radiation is something that you'd like to avoid. Like if you can your whole life, um, you don't want to go through it. Right. So you can keep it short and pithy and stuff like that. But, um, I'm just saying to go through all the details with somebody was just a, a personal choice that I chose not to, not to say. Um, I think it's totally fine. I think if you have, sometimes you have those morbid buddies, you're like, Oh, give me all the, the sort of details of, of your, of your treatment. I guess that's okay then. But I just wanted to, um, to say like, I didn't, um, always share that. I just try to give short answers, um, when it came to that, because there's just nothing somebody can do, right? You're just going to have to kind of get through it and recover. So that kind of is another side effect is there's still this added pressure that kind of comes on with the whole battle, the long journey thing where you have this mental, spiritual exhaustion that gets to you because you just think how much longer, how much more, like this is really hard and there's no end in sight. Like, you know, I had somebody ask me like, well, when does your chemo treatments end, you know, 22, 21, whatever. I'm like, I don't think they will end anytime soon. Now, for the foreseeable future, as far as I can see, I'll probably be doing chemo all the way through 
2022. We'll think about that when I say that. I just did chemotherapy um, starting, you know, in, in 2020 and going through 2021. So that's that's kind of a, the difficult thing, right? Is I've been doing it for a year and now I'm going to add another year, right? And I think there's there's a part of that that I just want to be open and honest with, which is that gets exhausting when there's chronic pain every day. So chemo, you kind of get used to, and it isn't always painful. And you can kind of have that week on, week off kind of thing. And, and um, you know, for me, I got used to that rhythm and could do okay uh, most days, most weeks. Um, but when you go through pain every day, like every day starting with the first day of, of radiation treatment through your two weeks of recovery, um, that makes that mental challenge harder because you're just reminded, you know, and it's not just every day, it's every every time you take a drink, every time you do something, you know, and it's just, it's, it's, um, it can take its toll, right? And so the more I think you can have friends come and try to take your mind off of something, tonight I'm, I'm going to go hang out with my buddies, <laughs> I'm going to go to some place where I can't, um, you know, drink any beer or anything like that um, with them, but I'm going to go there and I'm going to have fun with them and enjoy myself, even though I can't eat very much and I can't, I obviously can't drink beer, but I'm going to go hang out with my pals because it's a good time for me just to get my mind off of everything else and not talk about, um, the challenge. And so I think that's super important. So I would just, I would just say that, you know, my experience in radiation, as far as the side effects and, and things go, um, is in just kind of the physical challenge is the the pain that gets increasing the pain that increases when you eat and drink and then i think you know the fatigue is something that you want to plan for and be prepared for that's a challenge and and whatnot but i think going back and closing i want to close with this kate bowler's um you know concept of what can you put down i think during radiation, if I could go back and redo some of it, right? And so this is, if you're watching this, having not gone through radiation, or you have a friend about to go through radiation, this is great advice to give is, what are these other things that you can lay down? Can you lay down your expectations for three weeks? Do you have to get everything, all these things done? Can you put them aside, right? And your desire is, I want, you know, like you might say, like, I want to plow, plow through it, or that makes me feel normal or, or whatever. But I'm just going to say, ask yourself a question. Can I lay down all those expectations on myself for three, for three weeks or whatever time that you are going to go through the radiation, the recovery time that they have afterwards? Can you just hit pause on accomplishments and things that you just want to gut through, right? And then I think you have to you have to think like what are some areas that you're really feeling um, are your role? Maybe you're a dad, maybe you're a mom, um, you know. And are there ways that you can give yourself a break there in that category too? Um, can you not feel guilty if you can't go? You know, like for me, it was it was hard because I had a daughter who was on her break, so during my two weeks of, of radiation, she's on break and my wife is working full time. So I had to face a lot of guilt 
um, early on because I was like, I want to take her to the mountains. I want to go camping with her. I want to, I want to do all these special things with her. And yet, like, I can't, I can't, right? And so I think those are harder ones to lay down, but you really, you know, if I could just encourage you, it's okay. You know, my daughter will understand um, that that was true. And she'll, she'll, she'll understand that. And, and I, I, there's nothing I can do about it. And so it's something that I have to lay down and I have to put down. And so that's extremely hard. I have to tell you, like it's, um, but, but I'm going to tell you hard, you know, if you, if you're one of those people that likes to fight, the, one of the best ways to fight the actual tough thing to do is to give yourself a break to give yourself um, some slack because this is, this isn't a picnic and this is hard and your health long-term is going to depend on how you take care of yourself now. So I would just say one of the biggest encouragements I could give you is just be aware of that going into radiation. If you're a friend or a caregiver and you, you your loved one is going to go through radiation soon and it's going to be their first time, Help them do that. Help them set expectations. Help them set expectations with the family. You know, help make sure you're saying, just give them permission that this is what we want you to do. We want you to prop it up. Make a joke of it. Make it fun. Give them a care package. Screw around. Do some stuff like that because it just needs to be like a relaxing moment. It's like you're kicking back in, on, a, on a vacation in a hammock, you know, on the beach somewhere, except you're not on the beach and you're in a lot of pain, but you've got to kind of approach it that way. Like it's okay to take this time off. Okay. And so that's, that's what I would say. I would say that there's um, fatigue, there's pain and it gets increasing kind of like a really, really, really painful sunburn at first. And then it starts kind of showing up in, in you know, more and more when you drink something, when you eat something. And then I would say, um, that there's a lot of mental things that, that are hard, um, as you try to, you know, really take it easy. And so those are, those are what I experience. That's my journey. Again, I just always want to say there's a lot of people who have lots of different t cancers and the radiation is in a different area and their experience might even be more severe than what I went through. Um, more challenging. And then there's people who go through and they just had a breeze. Radiation was a breeze. I didn't feel anything. It was a breeze. It was easy. You know, we're all different and our bodies respond differently. But that's what I can tell you about my journey. Hey, I love all of you and um, I'll talk to you soon.